Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. It's the go-to girls, Jill and Lauren. We're back to discuss a little something called boundaries. Personal, professional, boundaries. Who doesn't love a good boundary? That's what we're going to get into today. We need to talk about it, though. Oh. Because it's unhealthy if you don't have good boundaries, I believe. Very unhealthy. Mm. I think we're all guilty of not setting boundaries and we're in talk about professional it. life. We're going to talk about it. But first, let's bullshit. catch up. You look cute today in your Addison Bay zip up. Thank you. Is that the new summer collection? This is the summer collection. I want Addison Bay to sponsor us more than anything in this world. I can't. It's like a target for me. I can't even go on the site because I'm going to buy something. What's her name? The founder? Maddie. Mad. I need to look up what her full name is. I'm almost positive it's Maddie. I just saw... So my, co- my cousin models for them. Oh, yes. Liv. Liv. And when we see her, I'm like, damn girl, do your thing. What is Liv's Instagram name? Isn't it like Liv, Liv Marvelous? Liv Marvelous. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And Everyone she needs to go. Well, she's she's chic. so cute. So chic. Okay, it is not Maddie. It's Marguerite Adzik. See, I knew the Addy was somewhere in there. And Marguerite Adzik. Okay. She's. And they just opened the store. So, for all of you who don't know, the Addison Bay, like a leisure wear, I would say leisure wear, upscale yes. leisure wear, but that you Athleisure. can wear for like every day. Yes. And they just opened a store in Avalon. And we're a little, a little obsessed. I've never been in the Avalon store. And well, I haven't been to Avalon in a really long time. I need, might need to work on that. <laughs> you need to come down the shore. I do. I love the shore. I just don't you'll come go. Down, you'll come down with me in September when we have the house. Love it. To come down for the weekend. And I hang. really want to go. I haven't put on a bathing suit all summer. What? All summer. Wait, I haven't been anywhere because I went to Alaska. That's darkness. Well, I don't lay out in my bathing suit. <laughs> it's like darkness though. I know. God. I really need to go. What are you even doing? Just watching TV? To a tropical location. I know. That's why. No, I've been like with the masses working. I just, I'm in Alaska. What are you doing on the weekends? Well, you know, I got. Cheers to the freaking weekends. Drink to I've been trying to up my dating life. Hello. I know you are dating a lot. And I'm not rocking a bikini during these dates. All right. Let's talk about a few things that I need updates on. Okay. Dating. What are you binging? Okay. And I need to tell you about a new app that I just downloaded that oh, I've got. Christ. <laughs> it's me and Mr. Marco Bolo. That's just like a little bit of a tease, what a little teaser. This? Okay, I'll talk about it now. Tell me right now, because with that intro, I can't. Have you ever seen the Allstate commercial where Marco Polo's in the pool and they were like the little kids yes. are like Marco and he's like Polo and then he's like Marco and Polo and it's yes. like it's me and Mr. Marco Polo. And he's like, I am Marco Polo. <laughs> You don't love that commercial? I, no, but I don't think of that. I think of like, it's me, Mario. No, I think of, it's me, Marco Polo. And he's in the pool. And he's like, it's me, Marco Polo. And like the little kids are all trying to find him. It's my favorite commercial. Okay. What is this an Allstate okay. app? No, it's like a, it's like a social media app. So my amazing neighbors, we were, we went out to dinner. Oh, with our, Phil. Phil and Elise. We went Phil out to dinner with Phil and Elise. So cute. So we Why was di- I not invited, number one? Can because you please you were, invite me next time? Because supposedly you were supposed to be doing something last night. Oh, I know. I was supposed to hang You're out. Like, oh, and I didn't. And with somebody who we all... Shall remain nameless. No, Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Yes, Ryan. So I called Jill and I'm like, yo, what are you doing tonight? It was like a Friday night. 
And I'm like, are you hanging? And she's like, oh, I might meet up with Ryan. We all know. The ex, Ryan. Right. For just what? Fun banter and being friend friendship. I... Lauren does I not still believe can't. me. I don't Trust, believe it. It is literally like we're brother and sister. I swear to you. Can we set up my sister with Ryan? Yes. I swear to you. I am. He is like my brother. Whatever. Full blown. I don't believe it. I hand to God. When are you guys going no, to the lacrosse Lauren, tournament together? You better believe it because you know I'm on a mission and I'm smitten kitten with not, someone else right we're now. We're not going to talk about it though until it happens. We can't discuss. We've ruined too many relationships because the people. Oh, I love how your dates. Lives. <laughs> I love how your dates find out about the podcast and then it's like, bye. Oh, and then they're like, mm, nice knowing you never. Nice knowing you. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Good thing I'm so used to rejection. Yeah, it would hurt regular me personally life. if not. Wait, so. I have to talk about my my new favorite. Yeah, talk app. about Marco Polo. Oh, it's me, Mr. Marco Polo. Oh, so <laughs> it's this app. So Elise had it, and her friends at Penn, like her nursing friends, okay, they like keep in touch with each other through this app called Marco Polo. And I'm showing, literally showing Jill the app right now, but you guys need to check it out. And you can like build like groups, and you record these like little videos of yourself. Okay. And you can like send it in like your friend group. So I have like one for my Iowa, my college roommates. Okay. And we can send little videos back and forth of us like recording little videos to keep in touch throughout the day how is it any different from like an instagram exactly. or it's not or like you're just your normal phone or whatsapp chat and i guess because it like stays like you and have it saves like, the video it saves like look sarah sent me a video of like the babies this morning look at them and you, you can hear them looks and then i sent something back of me with my pumpkin spice latte can and said you, it tastes like absolute ass can you write anything or it's all just straight up videos i think that's on the premium Oh, so, that's so I don't how they think I have that. Money. I literally just downloaded this morning, but that's my new app that I. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I just realized? It really is no different than like if you did like an Instagram group or a Snapchat group, I bet. Right. Because it's just like short little clip videos well, that you have in a see chat. See how you like it? Update us on it. If you're a Mr. Macabolo. With the Macabolo. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then just binge watching television. Oh. There's some good shit There's out right some now. Good shit. I feel like we were at a peak. Like going into COVID with like Tiger King and like there was a lot. Oh There's so yes. much and then content it because there was and no creating tale and everything. And then it was like all I was doing was binge watching episodes of like TLC and HGTV and like out yes. back because there was nothing else to watch. Right. And now I feel like we're back. Up. Okay, here's my like confession. Before we get into real binge worthy TV, this is my confession. I started talking to one of my guy friends who I hadn't talked to in a while, Ryan. No, it's okay. my friend Kyle. And we were BSing and he's like, um, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, nothing, like whatever, just watching like cool or whatever. He's like, uh, turn on Perfect Strangers. Do you remember the sitcom Perfect Strangers with Car- Cousin Larry and Balky? I was born. Did in, you ever watch that show? I was born in 89. Yeah, no, this still would have been your wheelhouse. My generation. Yeah. I'm going to force you to watch Perfect Strangers with Perfect Balky. Strangers. Okay. It is about this... <laughs> These two cousins, one cousin, Larry, he lives in Chicago and his cousin, Balky from Mipos comes yeah. to live with him. It still hands, stands up like 20 years later. It's good? It's, it's so good. It's okay, like, no, I've never heard it's, of it. No, it's not like really good, but whatever. It's Would, a dumb sitcom. But it's different than the new show out, Nine Perfect Strangers. Very different. Nine Perfect Strangers, I just started Same. last night. I'm only on episode two. Hulu, right? Is Nine Perfect Hulu. Strangers Hulu? It's Hulu. Jennifer. I'm into it so far. Nicole Kidman? Nicole, no, you know who I'm into? Melissa McCarthy. Amazing. Can do no wrong. She can do no wrong. She is phenomenal. It does make me a little sad though. Because it's all about like, 
people going through like their shit and everything right like it brings up some stuff death and like all this stuff and like you're like i mean it's a it's it's a tough binge because it's a little depressing it's a tough binge but you know who else i'm obsessed with on that show and now i'm blanking on his name the one married to rose mcgowan bobby i think his name is bobby oh yeah with the beard now in the show so hot he was the boyfriend the cop on will and grace yes um i love him he's so so good (laughs) And who else is in that show? Those are like the big names. I'm yeah. into it. I'm into it. I'm looking it up. Um, I look up his name because he is a hot little pickle. Bobby Carnav- Carnav- Carnival. Carnival. That's it. Bobby Carnival. He is. Bobby Carnival. He is smoke show. Yeah, no, I'm really into that. And then the one that everyone's talking about on Apple TV. A Little White Lotus. The Lotus. Well, we, okay. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you can turn us off. But like, I need to debrief about the ending. Yeah, like so what? if you have not seen White Lotus yet on Apple TV and you're thinking about seeing White right. Lotus. just like fast forward skip. like five minutes. Yeah, okay, so first of all, loved every second of the show. Well, I, Armand. How long, how long did you, how long did you take, did it take oh, you? I didn't start until I started the day after the finale aired and I literally watched it in like two days. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. Jared and I just binged, binged it. it. It was so good. Um, I, my friend had a different take on this. I could not stand. I was so pissed at what Rachel did at the end. The fact that she went back for him and chose that life of comfort and like to be that like social status wife. My friend had a different take on it, but I was like, no, I can't stand her. I just think it's interesting how it talks about the life of the rich and famous taking everything and like trying to soak up everything. And they were trying to take the culture of the Hawaiian culture because they try to take up everything, the high, like the elite, like the elitist mentality of we can have everything and we have it all. And then they were going to Hawaii to take the culture of Hawaii and try to say like, we can have this culture. And it's like, no, like it it just, what was the bigger thing behind it? There's a lot of meaning behind it. Right, there were so many different levels, but I also thought it was so interesting how they played out. And of course, I'm going to get the girl's name wrong. But the girl who gave the guy the key or said, hey, we're going to be gone. Yeah. You can come rob the yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah, Where it's almost like that whole social justice of, okay, you've been robbed for generations. Yeah. Here's We've your taken turn. taken it from you. But that went south, shit on its head. So what does that say in yeah. that whole social construct? There's so much social construct behind all of it. The messaging behind all of it is amazing. We won't say what happens in the end. Because that would be really wrong of us. But were you not dying with the sex scene with Armand? Yeah, when he was like, "Oh my god, I didn't think out. we'd feel feel or see that much." I was like, "Hello." I mean, Apple TV was not messing around. No, not so messing good. around. Yeah, everyone's got to watch White Lotus. But I need to debrief. I was so pissed at Rachel. But my one friend was like, "Oh no," I saw it as like she was on a mission to stay in that life and basically turn it on its head and do more social good with money. And I was like, no, I didn't see that at all. I, didn't see I that saw at her all. as being such a coward. She yep. like, took the easy way out. Because she said that she was a failure in her career. She was mediocre. She right. never really made it in New York. She took the easy way out, exactly. married rich, and then never is going to do anything. And then oh she's just going to do nonprofit work Honestly, and just live that life. We didn't even plan this, but like this is, That's she's life. a perfect segue into our boundaries. Ugh. Like I can't. She is. But you watched one other thing too. Oh, my friend, the octopus, or my teacher, teacher, the octopus on Netflix. Wild. First of all, this documentary, I was riveted. This wackadoo scientist, <laughs> riveted diver, leaves his family or like goes on this journey every, for literally two years. Every day. Every, every day, day. To go see this octopus. Dives down to see this octopus. I literally started crying at one point. You did. I felt 
the octopus. Like nature is a real wild John. We're ruining it. Like I, it just <laughs> amazed me at how, like hearing how smart and how, yeah. how much the octopus, I can't believe we're talking about this, evolved and like how it escaped predators and how it hides yeah. and how it like how put the it, tentacles out to touch him. And when it like attached, what, like attached to him and right? it was like they were bonding in the connection. And then when he watched him die and he didn't save him because he was like, that's just part of. Or watch the tentacle get cut off. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, that's just part of his like, like yeah. that's like he has and to be in the survival. How about this BS? I did not realize this about octopi that the mama dies when they have babies. I know. Like, because we, because we sacrifice ourselves. Women. <sighs> that octopi Women. needs to set boundaries. What would you say is your, like, your animal that represents you? Oh, good question. Like, do you have an animal that, if like, you were like, oh, this is my animal? An animal that represents me. No, but it would probably be like a bull in a china shop, something annoying that just doesn't no. give. I don't know what I animal know. would represent me. I got to ask that question in an interview. Oh, what would you say? See, I, I would. this is a horrible answer. I need to think about this. So I said shark. Because um, <laughs> you never sleep? No, no, because I said it has an entire week of, um, it's got an entire week on television dedicated to it <laughs> for shark week. Oh my God. What uh-huh. did they say? Did they like your answer? They were like, ha ha, who, who, Willies. But I think they were kind of like, you selfish bitch. But you know what? <laughs> At least you had an answer. Like my, I, in an interview, I would be the worst candidate. Like you are so much stronger if I would have just said turtle. <laughs> turtle. They hide in their shell. They have a soft ex- interior, but a hard exterior. Oh, that's, that's a good me. One. You know what I mean? Like that's your better answer just to say something. I love interviews though. Well, interviews are so good. You know what mm. interview I practice this question with my clients because I know for a fact Penn and some other places use this. Like, you know, they'll answer, they'll ask you the normal stuff. And then no joke, one of my clients got asked, she said, here's a brick, like literally under her desk, pulled out a brick and goes, name five uses for a brick. Go. Really? Mm-hmm. I just want to know if you can think on your feet. doesn't matter what you say, really. What if you say like building a chapel? Weapon, writing tool, stand on it, doorstop, uh, bookend, uh, Mm. ledge. Like you can just say any iPhone holder. I would have said a cathedral, like building a bricks of a cathedral. Well, I think they wanted like, oh, like physical uses. Something else. I would have went metaphorically. Well, there you go. I I don't look at it as just a brick. I look at it as a pathway. (laughs) Or well, a cathedral. And who knows, maybe that answer And they would have, look at me and be like, you fucking Yeah, you they'd have been like, what are you talking about? That's a good one though. I'm going to talk, I'm going to think about my spirit animal. All right, think about that. I'll never forget in one interview I had for this company called Red Frog in Chicago. They do like the races and stuff when I was like coming right out of college. Okay. And I was like, didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And then they threw a beach ball at me. Like and a literal beach like ball. Like a literal beach ball. And on it had a bunch of questions. And whatever wherever my thumb landed on what question on the beach ball when I caught it, I had to answer the question. See, they want to know you can think on your feet. And they were like, what's your superpower? Spirit, the, the shark one was that one. Um, yeah. A couple other questions. The superpower but, one is good. I do that in interview. Like that, you should know. Superpower is like the new trendy hot word in interviews right now too. Like everyone wants to know your superpower. superpower. It's yeah. a big thing in like leadership it's training like, I'm a builder. Mm. I'm a connector. I can, you know, you got to have your answers ready. That's why you have to prep for interviews. You have to. Because then you're going to be like me and be like, a dove, I don't know, a turtle. Literally, that is how it, I'm like, I I'm know. a meerkat. <laughs> no, I want to be an octopi. That's how I should I, answer. That would be a good one. It would be a good one. Can connect to the people. Connect. Exactly. So all things. Yes. All things binge. The other show I'm so into lately is The Unorthodox Life on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen that one. You would be so into it. It is about a woman 
She's 42. She's now the CEO of Elite Modeling and some other things. She left the this cult of she was raised as a Hasidic Jew. Okay. This very Orthodox Jewish faith and community where women at 19 are married off, like they don't get a say. Yeah. No education, nothing like that. She left that cult, took her family with her, and now is like crushing New York. Just what's it called? The unorthodox, unorthodox life. life. Netflix. It's really good. Binge. I'm obsessed with it. Julia Hart is who it's about. And she just wrote a book. I know you can pre-order it. It's coming out soon. I'm going to absolutely order that book. Wait, love it. Yeah, it's so good. Are you a big reader? Yes. Love to read. You do? Yeah. Do you read every day? I don't, but I try. Like when I get into a book, I'm obsessed with it. Like more than any TV show. Like that's why I like it. Like I, I love, I'm such a loser. Like I'll, I love a book that you want to stay up and keep reading till like 2 a.m. Like that's the nerd I am. Like I'm obsessed. And what kind of what kind of books do you like to read? Like right now, I'm reading Catch and Kill, the one okay. that Ronan Farrow wrote about Harvey Weinstein and like all that kind of stuff. Wild, yeah, it, insane. Like it reads like fiction, even though it's nonfiction. It's really, really good. Ooh. Um, my favorite book of all time is called A Little Life. I'm gonna force you to read it at some point. Will you give it to me when I'm on oh, a I, trip? Do you have it? I literally have it, but it's like this big. It's like 800 pages. It is depressing. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah but no, it you. is so beautiful. I'm obsessed. Well, I need some more like up. Freedom by Jonathan Franzen I'm obsessed with. I'll give you that one. God, you got some good literature. I mean, what? Are, okay, what are we reading over there? Anything like, good? Um, like mindfulness and like mindset and all this but stuff. But see, that's good. See, I tend to read. I think you I have I should mindset. read more of that. I think you have I do have one. mindset. Mindset's good. Yeah, I'm reading mindset good right book. now. By Carol Dweck. Mm -hmm. That's a good book. Yeah. We should do a whole episode on books we love or like good resources Just, one time. Yeah, we should. We'll do it like podcasts we listen to, news. I'm telling you the best thing I tell people to do, I love how I act like I'm an expert, when I started reading the paper, mm. reading the paper every day. It what do you read? Wall of, Street? I got the Wall Street Journal. For, so Villanova mm -hmm. is where yeah. um, both Lauren and I went and they give you, yep. this is how they dupe you though. They give you it to your free subscription. Then they make you- $49 a month I was paying. I said, excuse me? So my company then gives it to you for free. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Wall Street, one of the best things I've done because you know what's going on. Or listening to like um, the daily. The daily podcast. The, uh, podcast, like things in New York Times. That way you're like ready. You're not like, what's Afghanistan? What's what's Kabul? What's, what's happening You know what right I'm saying? Now? Like you've got to get your what's life together. What's the Delta variant? Well, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but it is interesting. Like the media, it's... Mm. Well, the, every spin on it. So at least know your sources. I mean, I think it's just knowing that everything is going to have a spin. Like totally. my parents live in DC or outside of DC, the Washington Post. Obviously it's super left-wing yep. liberal, but yep. you know that going in. Like right. as long as you know the bias being presented, yeah. you, you can, can at least it. consume it in totally. a different way. No, I totally agree with that. You know, I mean, that's it. How do we transition? <clears throat> oh, into our boundaries? Oh, mm -hmm. uh, well, sh let's talk about dating. Oh, yeah. And then, because I had to set some boundaries. Talk to me. Okay. Update on dating. I actually do need your advice on this because- Like, what am I going to help, help you out with? Well, you're just going to be a good voice of reason because- oh, okay. perfect. You know, I tend to go on a lot of first dates where there's not a second, no harm, no foul. Like, yeah. I'm fine just not answering the text, yep. ghosting. Or a gentle ghost. A yes. gentle Casper. Casper the friendly ghost. He's friendly. Because also, I feel like it's so awkward at some points. Like, I would not want someone to do this to me. Like, after one or two dates, I don't need you to give me a diatribe about how great I am, but, but just don't. Like, yeah. who cares, bud? Yeah. No offense. I'm See a grown-ass woman. Yeah. Bye. Bye. What would you want, though? Honestly, just like a go. Just like go just off into go. the night. Just don't. Just stop responding if I'm into it. 
Okay. Because then that's like a sign to you, like, this is not, this is obviously not going anywhere. Exactly. Like inconsistent communication is such a red flag, but in a way that it's like good. Like I feel at this point, Lauren, I have dated for so long and so many different people. Like just give me the straight shit. I don't need to go down that road. But you're also like a dude. I also, I really am like a frat boy in a lot of ways. So that might be different, but I don't want to get into like, you're great, but like, see you later. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't need to give me that. Tell me like everything I'm good at. But went on three dates with this guy. Mm. Super nice. That's a lot for you. It's a lot for me, but the third date was a test. Like we had gotten drunk the first two dates. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, I hesitated because I feel like my mom's going to be like, stop drinking on dates. Stop getting whacked. Like, I think she like full blown doesn't like it anyway. Hi mom. Um, so, you know, you go out, you have drinks and I'm not saying like blackout. I'm just saying end up staying out, having fun, telling stories. What also concerns me though, is that I feel like I could stay out with anyone. So that you to can me, talk to a wall. Right. It doesn't necessarily signal to me that I'm having a great time if I'm out till 1 a.m. Because like you, I could talk to your hat till 1 a.m. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just like going out. You like being in like social. So okay. But how many drinks are you? What are you, when you're saying drinks, how many are you having? Like six, seven. Like I'm I mean, I'm having <laughs> drinks. Well, it's all night. Jesus. It's from seven to like that's a, like tequilas though, like no. Casamigos, like, like Marks and stuff. Okay, that's fine. And that's fine. You're not throwing back six Marks though, are no, you? No, no, no. Okay. We saw what happened last time I did that. Mm. The guy threw his glass in the bush and never talked to me again. God, the I was, cousin. I was there. <laughs> the cousin lover. <laughs> I was there for that. Oh, God. No, but I went out and the third date with this guy was more of like a Jill's come to Jesus. Like, do I like him only having one drink? Like, does he make me laugh? So super nice. Okay. Like a great catch all around. Has a good job, all that. But honestly, I was sitting across and I was like, I just don't feel it. Like I didn't belly laugh. He wasn't sarcastic. Like I feel like I need someone who can give me crap. Are you at the point now where it's like, if you don't find marriage material, this is a waste of your time? Or are you like, let's just have fun and like date? I think it's dependent. I so am up for having fun and dating. Okay. But also if I'm not having fun and there's and really no where to go, no point at all. see you later. Yeah. Like I need to like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to force myself to like anyone yeah, is what no, I'm that saying. Makes sense. It totally yeah. makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if it's a good time or not, you know, if you're like smitten, if you're having a good time. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? Like literally he didn't text me for like a couple days and I was like, yes, good. Thank God. Like, so it's you're just, like, right, I was over. The next. So here's my dilemma though. He texted and wants to hang out and I just haven't responded for two days. I don't know if I ghost into the night or like be that weirdo who's like, hey, just not feeling it. No, you ghost. Yeah, I think I just don't answer. Yeah, you don't answer. It's just the It's been two to days it. too and you haven't heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, we're done. Okay. On to the next. Yeah. On to the next. I like it. But that boundary, honestly, I like because I'm starting to set those boundaries for myself. Before, honest to God, this person did nothing wrong, but I would have been like, but I feel bad, but I should text, but maybe I should go out again, even though I know I'm not feeling it. No. No. Like, I know now, boundaries, I'm not feeling it. I'm not forcing it. Let's roll. Bye. Bye. So that's sort of the boundary. I also had to set another boundary with a texter who only wanted to meet up at 10 at night. And the day of, and I was like, no, I'm not playing this game. Wait, so talk to me about setting those boundaries with dates. Cause we have a lot, like a lot of our listeners are yes. currently dating. They yes. love to hear your dating stories because they reminisce with you and like say what they're dealing with. We're out in this jungle. So when you're setting boundaries with a date, 
Like, are you saying like you won't go out at past a certain time? You only do drinks. You'll only do coffee. Like, how are you setting boundaries yes. for a healthy dating? Amazing question. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Because truly, I've just started to reconnect with these boundaries because dating in your 20s is um, quite different than dating now, at least for me. Number one, I was talking to a guy who said, I refuse to waste my time with a woman on a first date if it's not dinner. And I said, then I am not the chick for you. My boundaries personally- Was he picking it up? Was he picking up dinner? Yes, but I think it was more like an alpha dude, like, I'm so great. I only do dinner. Meanwhile, I am not comfortable with that. I only want to do a drink the first time we meet. And then if it's like it keeps going, then maybe you grab something to eat or something. Exactly. That is what I love. Like, let's grab a drink. If it sucks, you guys have an easy out. Yeah. If it's great, then be like, hey, do you want to stay out? Do you want to grab dinner? Yeah. I don't want to commit that idea. to dinner love day that one. idea. Because let's face facts, nine times out of 10, you walk in and you're like, mm, I don't want to see you naked ever. Bye. Bye. Like, it's just, there's no chemistry. Yeah, you're you know just like, I'm out. Exactly. So that is a boundary. The other boundary is 1000%, nothing the day of. Like you have to plan and ask me in advance. Okay. Second thing is like, this is less of a boundary. I'm not trying, well, listen to me. As I set boundaries, this is exactly why as women, I go, well, I'm not trying to be a jerk. No, cut that crap. Like even right. in my head, that's set the self talk. Yeah. I like a man to pick the plate. Like you take me out, like pick the place. Okay. Like I feel like some guys are like, it, okay, if they don't live in the city, that's a different scenario. Yeah. If it, but if we both live in the city, you suggest the, the restaurant, make the initiative, make like you take the lead on that kind Isn't of thing. Isn't it sad though that you were just thinking about like your self talk and like what you were trying to tell yourself? Like, oh wait, like exactly. I'm I just told jerk. myself I'm being a jerk because you're I setting you expectations. To, exactly, and that's what as women we do with these boundaries and why they're so important. The other thing is I refuse, and we talked about this for a while. Everyone loves a Netflix and chill. Cool. That's just a different category for me. If I'm dating you, mm. no. Like second date, third date, I had that one dude who's like, why don't I just come over? No. No, sir. I don't want you in my house. Like, no, that's for when we're in a relationship. Like okay. that's, an, to me, that's such an easy way out of a date. Like, I don't want to sit and order wings with you, dude, if I don't know you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's interesting. Like, I don't, I just don't like you don't that want a Netflix, too. You don't want to Netflix and chill until you're in that relationship type right, of status. Because I feel like it's also a pressure of not the Netflix part, the chill part. Right. Like now you're in my house. I feel yeah. pressure. I don't want to feel that. You don't like, want to. Until we're dating or like, I know I like you and want to take it to that level. Don't, don't, don't do come that. in my house. Okay. I totally respect that. You know what that. I mean? Good for you for setting the boundaries. Yeah. I, I'm just not. It is interesting it. though, because I believe, I, I truly believe this, that when women set boundaries or we have, or are assertive, or we come off as like, we have a very clear in what we want, you come off sometimes as a bitch. And I think that's women's worst nightmare and why we don't set boundaries, but we have to. We're taught to be the good girl, be agreeable. Oh, here's what I love. Like the dude I set boundaries with, the texture who wanted to hang out only at 10 at night. Yeah. He's like, why are you being such a dick about it? Oh, okay. So sorry. You're too cool to hang out. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Way too cool for you. Like get right. out of here. But he made, they make, they gaslight you. They make you sometimes feel like you're the weirdo. But I even felt that way with like taking on a new project with work and I pushed back a little bit because I was newer yes. and I was starting to feel that way. And I set up a boundary to say, hey, I have these two other things on my slate that need to get accomplished by the end of the day. I'm happy to help on this because I think they see I'm capable of it. Right. But it's setting those boundaries so that you don't get taken advantage of. But you feel like a bitch. You do. But you And you're like to worried to come off down. and you have to. But then you get worried about coming off as that. But then you don't want to be taken advantage of either. Exactly. And I think 
the biggest thing, both obviously personally, but also professionally, you're right. Like setting boundaries for me though, has given me more confidence. Okay. Both dating and at work. Like you are not the one for me if you don't respect that boundary. Yeah. That's it point blank. But also I feel like for the longest time, Lauren, I didn't have boundaries. Like a guy would be like, 10 o'clock at night, let's hang out in a half an hour. I'd be like, oh my God, he likes me. Okay, let's do it. Now I'm like, get lost. You're no. not the type of dude I want to be with. Like, yeah. But that also takes time and maturity. But in the office, I think you just hit on something so super important that people will push and push. Mm-hmm. And things that are relegated to women usually are not going to advance you in your career. We've talked about this before. I was on a team where the women were continually asked to take meeting minutes. Mm-hmm. That's fine to take meeting minutes as long as it's spread across all of your counterparts, including men. Yeah. So I went in and said, I'm not comfortable being the only one who's asked to do this. Yes. And that's a hard conversation. You want to throw up before you have it. Mm-hmm. You're like, what are they going to think of me? But also a lot of women get relegated to like, we're having a Christmas party. Why don't Why you, you plan organize it? it? Totally. Guess what? Ladies listening to this, that's going to help you jack shit in your career. Yeah. Don't organize it. Don't do and it. And it's not like, cause you're the fun person that can put it together right. and organize it that you're going to get the promotion. Right. No you're way. Not, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. So what are you doing when you get to, but we also want to say, be careful because there are opportunities where they're going to reach out to you for advancement and for career advancement that you want to say yes, like taking on special projects or certain things. We are not saying that. What we are saying is those minute tasks that are going to get you nowhere and help to promote you in no way, shape or form. Like don't need to do 1, it. 1,000%. I think that's so important. Obviously, you want to be a team player. You want to take those stretch projects. But again, ask yourself, is this going to help me advance my career? And I think the other good thing is communication. I have those talks with my boss. Yeah. Is this important to me? Is this important to you? Will this benefit X, Y, and Z as our team or as we move forward? Like, I think you can have those open conversations. Totally. You, you know what I mean? To, and if you can't, you don't have a great leader. Exactly. And I think, you know, the other thing in terms of boundaries that has been such a huge issue for me, and I know for you as well, now with most of our work being done remotely, mm-hmm. there are a lot of boundaries that I'm learning I need to set up in terms of hours, mm. communication, yeah, what method I like to be contacted. You have to. Phone, text, DM, and also how to have a conversation. Can we do a Zoom where we see each other on camera? I'm more comfortable with that. Do you like the phone? Like, and also the hours you work best in. Like, just because your boss sends emails at 9 a.m. doesn't mean you have to. Yeah. And as part of like a, uh, so as part of my consulting team, what we do is we do a meeting where when we're working on a team project to do, we do communication norms. So we have a very clear and candid conversation of the best way to communicate with me is via email or via text. Um, I don't work between the hours of four to six because I have two young kids at home and I do school pickup, but then I I log back on at seven o'clock. But if you get an email from me between the hours of seven and midnight, I'm not expecting an answer. Those are just the times that I'm cranking through some of the things. But setting up those expectations and those norms, I think is so important, especially if you're a leader too. I think having that conversation with your team to say, hey, you might be seeing emails coming from me super early in the morning or late at night. My expectation from you is X. Um, I'm more of a texter. So if you really need to get a hold of me, make sure you shoot me a text because I'm drowning in email. I just think we don't have those honest, transparent conversations around communication in the workplace. And then it hurts you because then you're struggling to get shit accomplished as a team because you're just communicating in different ways. Exactly. And we will do an entire episode on hustle culture. Like Mm. I think we're almost going the opposite way, Lauren, in that I can't stand these memes and gifs and things on Instagram like, hustle culture's horrible, don't work. 
Um, let Lauren and I make no mistake. We bust our ass. Yeah. We're emailing at 10 a night. We're on, we're doing work seven days a week. Like yep. again, there's again, boundaries, yes. self-care, but also let's not get it twisted. We're not working a nine to five. No. Like, so I think you also need to understand and respect that in terms of you're not going to get ahead just being the average Joe. You're not. And if you want the big time job with the big time title and the big time money, that comes with a price. You've got to show up and do your stuff. So you have to show up. I think that's also part of it that I don't want anyone listening to think that I sit here and say, between nine and five is the only time we answer emails. No, I'm on a global team and in a country where their weekend is Friday and Saturday. Sunday's a work day. My ass is up at 7 a.m. on Sundays answering emails. Yeah. But I knew that. That's an expectation. I know not to schedule anything, that I need to be available to run this study. Yeah. So I just think it is a very fine line. Of course you need boundaries, but I think the boundaries we're talking about, let people know what lane you're in and let the workflow much better. Totally. 100%. Just setting them, having that team. I love that before on a consulting project, like you said, you set, set the expectations. What are the expectations? What are the boundaries? What are the timelines? What are the deadlines? What do you need to see from me? Because when we don't set them, it is a shit show. Yeah. And nobody knows what's expected of them or what they're supposed to be getting done. And that's the other thing people make assumptions. And I think it also then, a lot of times we assume the worst. Yeah. Like, oh, they didn't do that. Well, maybe they didn't know. Right. Or just give they didn't understand what the expectation chance. was. Exactly. Set the stage. I think though too, you have to set boundaries in your personal life. Oh, a thousand percent. Don't you think you have to set them with friends and, and family? family? Yeah. Well, family is a big one. Family is a big one. Yeah. And it's harder. Sure. It's, well, it's hard because family is so close. So it's like close. a different relationship. But like how much you're communicating, when you're communicating, right. how much you're available, all of those things. And then I think there's also people in my life that I'm starting to see as I'm transitioning to new career, new world, new place, some people who might have not have been the best for me in a supportive environment who mm. were more like toxic in a work culture, right. but I had to stay around them. Like starting to wean some of those people out of my life because they're not positive, like setting those boundaries with those individuals because they don't bring any positive energy into my life. They just suck it all out. Like it's a drain. It's a drain when you have some of those negative people. So I think setting boundaries of like the type of people that you're surrounding yourself with too is so important. And that can be draining as shit. So difficult. And that really when you set boundaries and I've seen it for myself, especially personal, at least for me, it does instill confidence. Yeah. I have a lot more confidence in dating. And like, I know that sounds insane to say at the age of 39, but I finally, in the best way, don't give a fuck. 99.9% .9 of things people do are not personal. If you don't like that boundary or where I'm coming from, Bye. see ya. Peace. There's going to be a next cat yep. right behind you. But I think too, as I got older, as we get older, mm -hmm. you start to see with different lenses, yeah. who's toxic, who drains me when I hang out with them, who do I need to just cut out of my life? And you grow, you evolve. It would be weird to me if you had every single one of the same friends that you had since pre-K. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you can't, maybe they're acquaintances though, or you're just not as close. People are going to evolve. Yeah. People definitely evolve, which is so crazy. It's just wild, but boundaries, you got to set them and you got to, it's practice. Like it takes practice. Start small, like literally start small, like by saying no to a task. And I'm not saying just to say no, but yeah. no, I cannot do that. Or another thing I do, Lauren, that I found has been so helpful. I feel the need to explain myself now lately. Number one, I stop saying like what I'm doing. I'm like, no, I can't go. Mm. 
end of sentence. Yeah. Like you no don't reason need why. to know why. Yeah. You know what you, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like you don't. And the other thing I've been doing that I think has helped, like I literally see it is, again, as women, we're so ingrained, like I'll be walking tubs and someone will be running past me and I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, let me get out of the way. Well, what did I do? Nothing. Right. Like, why am I saying sorry? Yeah. So that's helped too. Like mm. weirdly in terms of setting boundaries. Set the boundaries. Do it. You got to do it because honestly, don't even think of it like, yes, self-care and self-respect. Of course. Think about it. It's going to make you more productive and get your flow. Like it's going to make you better. How about all the self-care memes? Honestly, I really have mixed thoughts on this, you guys. Like I love a self-care moment, but I think self-care can show up in many different ways. I just don't like the memes that are going way more into the land of like, "Mm, let's just sit around and kumbaya and like, I should only work an hour a day. Don't get it twisted. These people posting that shit are working 23 hours a day. Like I'm not, that is two ends of the spectrum, but I don't like the message that you don't have to work your ass off. I agree. I don't either. Like Lauren and I have like four jobs. Like get out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like. I, I it's don't just interesting for that one bit. Well, and it's just like, oh, you need this work-life balance, and like trying to predict like this life of what it should look like, and having all of yeah. it together, and like working two hours a day, and then you go and like do this, and I'm like, ugh, yeah, what? Like, like it's never gonna be. It's easy. always gonna be unbalanced. It's always gonna be. It's work life. There's no balance. Like, there's it's, no it's balance. Just, it's part of it. And again, I'm not saying I recognize burnout and stress and all of that, but I'm saying don't get it twisted. Like everyone you talk to, all of these people, they have a plan, they have an agenda, they go for it. They have like they're not just sitting at yeah. home, With you the know, who watching the unorthodox out, right? life. Like I am, like they're doing stuff. Yeah, you know, making I mean? it happen. Like I, I just think it's it's a little erroneous or a little dangerous to be like hustle culture is bad. Nah, you got to take action. You got to work. Like what are you doing? Right, you got to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's, Let's go. It. Let's do it. Set those boundaries. Make things happen. Subscribe and rain like the go-to girls. Well, that would be lovely. Don't set that boundary. Yeah, I mean, take the chains off. How are we? How are we doing? Rate and review in terms of our reviews. Yeah, we've gotten a few gems that I'm obsessed with. Literally, our listeners are the best. Hold on, I just hit play by accident. Hold on here. Are there any? Wait, remember we got a one. Oh my god, are there any more ones? There's just one one. Well, that's good. Wait, we got a new one. Oh, what's the new one? Read it to us. Okay. Is it someone we know? I don't know. Can Howard, K-A-N-N. <gasps> yes. You do? Oh, this is Kim. She's amazing. She actually just got a new job. She is crushing the game. Okay. I absolutely love this podcast. Having had Jill as a career coach. Thank you. Amazing. Yep. Shout she, out to Jill. Uh, she was one of my first clients. Which by the way, tell the people what you do. So speaking of hustle, my business, which I started right as COVID was hitting, is a career consulting business. It is Jill Vanek LLC. But I take women through my career catalyst program. I also offer intensive sessions, interview prep, negotiating, uh, workshops in terms of that. And we're going to blow it up. It's basically to take women to their next Next level level. who are pivoting. Um, I have a woman now I'm working with who is going to go in and negotiate a VP title or leaving the company. So we're looking at both routes, like really just getting you ready to rock and roll and letting you also like we go through strategic wise how to assess your current environment landscape and what else is out there. Yeah. So big shout out for you as a career coach. I knew this podcast would be amazing. And I was right. These women are providing information that can truly be applied in everyday life. Amen. What is even greater is that they are doing it in a way that is fun and judgment-free. 
There's a feeling of inclusion as if they're talking right to me as I listen that I just love. So if you haven't yet, this review is a sign to listen to this podcast. Oh my God. Sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. Wild. Well, Kim, we are talking to you. Um, that's she is amazing. the best. She honestly is crushing the game. She just got a new job. You know what's so awesome? I just texted Taylor, our girl who makes our sweatshirts from yes. Philly, who's absolutely amazing. So if you guys need any custom gear or anything like done or made or anything, contact she, Taylor. Taylor's absolutely incredible so if you have her instagram it's made by taylor nicole she's based in philly she does all custom stuff for like weddings and companies and different things but she does our go-to gear i just talked to her yesterday because we have to put our next order well, i was in. just gonna say because ladies i mean we're gonna talk about it probably in the next podcast when we actually have a, a date for you but we're doing i mean we're, we're doing, doing a, live, a event. live event and we're gonna have a big there but it, this is going to be such a baller event that we're doing in Philly. You guys, we're so pumped about we're it. We're so pumped. We're looking at venues. We're deciding dates to do it in the fall. So you yeah. can come wear like a chunky sweater and like a cute outfit oh, and I like a, a good, moment. oh my God, I can't wait for a fall moment. Um, but we are having the first ever go-to girls event. And yes. the whole purpose of it is to bring together really amazing, smart women to be able to network, to learn from each other, to connect in the city of brotherly love and have some amazing vendors there and the different people we've connected with to be a part of it. Yeah, you guys like and literally- And do some content and so have some fun. Uh, yeah, we're, we're so pumped. We're gonna give you more in the upcoming we're episodes. planning everything now. Right, tell you how to get tickets, all of that stuff. But yeah, listen, subscribe, rate, review. Yep, show us some love. Go to our website, www.gotogirlspodcast.com. Go to our Instagram at gotogirlspodcast. Every review helps because it kind of moves us up the chain. Not a one yeah. star. Yeah. You need a five. Go, go, go away. But everything helps or us move three. up the chain. I think anything like three or below, just go away. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Anything like a four five or below. Like, a, four, a four is good because it's like, oh, like feedback. Well, also, right. I'm not, we're not writing our college thesis. I'm, right. Just like, give don't us critique. A five. Like, just give just us some good stuff five. or DM us. Yeah. And slide into our DMs. Slide, into slide our when you, we love to slide into the DMs. I'm slide. getting so much good slides. And, and also, too, guys, let us know. We've gotten a lot of slides lately, which slides, which slides. we love um, about what you want to hear about. Like, yeah. What do you Topics. like to hear about? Should I shut up about dating? Do you want to hear more about, you know, Lauren's new job? Like, or do you have a topic that you want us to cover? Shoot it out to us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for staying with us. We'll have more details on the live event coming to the city of Philadelphia. Cannot wait, Cannot wait for the first Cannot ever wait. go-to girls event. <sighs> Ladies, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.